Time now for Life on the Pirate Ship. Here's your host, Harry Arnett. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name's Harry. I'm here with Amanda. Good morning. T-G-I-M, Amanda. Mm. Thank goodness it's Monday. It's rare Aren't we you would excited? say that. Well, I am this week. Yeah. Why are you so excited this week? Sales week. Ah, yes. Yeah. We have a big sales meeting this week. I totally forgot about that. I guess <laughs> I should prepare for that. Am I doing anything for that? I think I, I am. Are you? Tomorrow. I think I'm sort of the MC of the thing tomorrow. I meant to ask you, can I MC the pairings party? Yes. No. I think Joel Rump does that. Man. You should ask him, though. We should Gosh. we should weasel you into that. I felt like That's I should That's a great be... gig. Did you know I speak for a living? No. And no one asked me to speak at the sales meeting. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I should be offended. You're a trained <laughs> professional. I think we forgot because you're off, you're off traipsing around the country. You're away again this weekend. I was. Well, but for work too, Mark yep. Leishman's charity event, yep. uh, which was amazing. And Callaway's presence there was awesome. And I have to tell you, I didn't bring my clubs because I was going to my parents then and it just was kind of like a huge pain for me to ship them whatever so i get down there and i go to the head pro russ and i say hey listen i didn't bring my clubs i work for callaway i only play callaway and he yeah, goes well he goes we just we're a callaway pro shop now right he goes i'm a master you know i have yeah. a full set of callaway brand new irons driver every, he hadn't even hit them yet and i said do you mind if i take these out and he goes go ahead so I got, yeah, it was great. It was, I love that. yeah, it was really fun. And then Callaway, we of course donated like all of the hats, golf balls. Everyone was playing with Chrome Soft. There were a, a bunch of guys that brought out other golf balls. And I said, whoa, 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 before you break out these, why don't you try out the Chrome Soft? And people loved them. So it was really fun. Leishman has a new beer called the Leishman Lager. I asked the him to Leishman send. Leishman Lager. Yeah. How good is that? Sounds good. So you should send us some. Well, so I asked him to for maybe some Callaway Lives, right? Uh, oh, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking for <laughs> Callaway Lives. Of course. But uh, it was it was an amazing, amazing event. It was an incredible turnout for their first year. You know, it's the He needs the a marketing guy year. because, uh, or a marketing person, because if I were the marketing person responsible, the brand manager responsible for Leishman's Lager, yeah. I'd make them all tall boys. <laughs> see what I did there? I do see, see what, what you I did, did there? there. Do you think I'm going to put you two in touch? You should. <laughs> you should. We'll get that done. So you watch, did you watch any golf this weekend? I did. I watched golf. I played golf. Um, yeah, watched a lot I of golf watched, with my parents. Mm, I didn't watch much golf. It was hard to watch with all the, the rain the delays. The delays, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, but the Steelers played so poorly this weekend. Jeff Newbarth, I knew, was never going to let me live it down. So yeah. I switched to golf only because I felt like I was going to hear enough of it That's what today. I did. And the wraparound season is totally confusing to me. And I'm so tempted. The No Lang Up guys, Tron Carter, has a great phrase for the wraparound season that <laughs> I can't say on this podcast. But it's <laughs> hilarious. And I, I want to. And maybe I will some other I was going to say. You, I'll I tell you like off. No off holds barred. But, I mean, Phil... Played awesome. Yeah, Phil, and just in time for surgery. So then we won't see him again until January. I know, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. When you're playing that well, don't you kind of think, all right, do I sneak in one more event and get another win in? I have never played that well, so I don't right. know. But well, I would either. think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, i tell you what I do have. that'll. I think it'll cheer you up if you're a little bit down. But it sounds like you're, you're, you're properly perked today. <laughs> um, with the sales meeting this week, this huge week for us, I thought it'd be fun to have our resident R&D genius, mm. 
Dr. Alan Hocknell come in, talk to us a little bit about product and a little bit about the sales meeting. I and love what goes Doc into Hock. the sales meeting? Yes, who doesn't I love, love every, Doc Hock? Everybody loves nicest Doc guy Hock. in golf. True, he's an ev- he's a nice genius. He's a benevolent genius. He's not an evil. He one. is the kind of genius. He's so smart, but he doesn't make you feel dumb. Those well, are the best kind of geniuses. You should be in some of our conversations because <laughs> I often am made to feel dumb. But I'm gonna we're gonna have Doc come in here right after this quick. What is not so weird or break anymore, I understand. So that'll be great. I don't think it is. Right after this, we'll have Doc Hawk. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Pirate Ship with Harry and Amanda. But don't forget to watch the latest Callaway Live with James Blake, where stuff like this happens. We have a lot in common. Yeah? Yes. Let me let me start. Let me take it from the top. I Num- feel like I'm looking in the mirror right now. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Number one, we both have two daughters. Right. Yes. Number two, you were in People's Sexiest Man Alive issue. My wife bought that issue. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry that's, uh, that was on the nightstand. Number three, <laughs> I wasn't. It was only downhill from there. Now back to the ship show. All right, welcome back to the show. It's Harry, it's Amanda. As promised, sitting. We still don't have a name for the seat, Amanda. We need to come up with that. I just came up with Mark Leishman's Tall Boys, and I can't come up with You're a right, name for the seat. You're right, and I think it's my turn now. I think you need to come up with okay. a name for the seat. But sitting seated in our middle seat is none other than our Senior Vice President of Research and Development, Dr. Alan Hocknell. If you call him Mr., you know what the nice thing about Alan is? He won't correct you. He won't say it's doctor. <laughs> it's true. Dr. Alan Hocknell. Doc! How you doing? Look how relaxed you are, and this is a huge week. I know, it's the start of a really big week, yes. But uh, yeah, we're trying to take it in our stride here. How much sleep will you get this week? Not as much as normal. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact about the doc here is the doc is one of the great late night conversationalists. I have heard about (laughs) this. Now, first of all, doc, what is your liquid of choice once it gets to be 11, 12 o'clock? I know the answer to this. Uh, uh, Go ahead, because I'm not sure I do. Whatever anyone's giving it. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have, I would love to buy you a drink this week. So what's your, what's your, Poison. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably beer at most no. most of these. Beer. Sales. I mean, that's pretty boring, isn't it? That yeah. is. Yeah. Think about a better answer. I'll I ask will. You at the end of the show. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, every time I bring this up or it's brought up, I feel like you blush a little bit. But has this always been the case with you, going way back to university and PhD days? Are you a guy that likes to stay up late and talk uh, philosophy, if you will, <laughs> talk <laughs> science late night? Because it's all kosher stuff, Amanda. Everybody's asking him about technology where yeah. we're going and i've been a fly on the wall as it were and you're tough to crack it well yeah maybe <laughs> i don't know um yeah that, i mean people really really are interested you know so we're talking mostly to people in our sales team and um, they don't get that much chance to talk to us directly especially in a setting like like a bar or something like that and yeah some of the time people are asking you know what's coming next the sort of stuff that's maybe a secret or something like that and we can tend to deal with that fairly well but but people are really genuinely interested in how do how do we do what we do how do the products become what they are um you know what how do we think what makes us tick are we really decent enough golfers to make good golf equipment and uh you know uh, what does phil mickelson really think about the products um, and all that sort of stuff so yeah it's uh it's pretty fun, you know. It's it's a really avid and engaged audience, and you know, in a setting like over a drink or two, um, it's pretty fun too. <laughs> what surprised me, what I loved when I first joined Callaway, and you were kind enough to give me a little bit of a crash tutorial on right. <laughs> on R and D on the way 
products are released in the process, you know, what happens. I was shocked, first of all, on how far back you can take this product. Like, you know, how long ago this mm-hmm. product really started to come into fruition. Mm-hmm. And then how crazy it gets the closer you get to the launch date. Can you kind of explain that process? Yeah, we're, we're in the really crazy phase right now. Um, but parts of the technology in this, uh, the new driver that we'll be talking about the sales guys this week um, are the product of research from that started three or four years ago, really. And um, in the in this particular case, it was a real kind of, hey, we don't understand that type of uh, uh, question we were asking ourselves. And, you know, we've been designing products for quite a while now. And we've got really sophisticated tools to do it. So anytime there's something that we don't understand that starts to pop its head up, then we get really interested. And we, we asked ourselves, well, can we harness that into something? So we built a lot of different prototypes that weren't really like the final product at mm-hmm. all they've got you know bits of stuff hanging off them and things like that <laughs> and um you know we broke a lot of stuff we we asked ourselves a lot of tough questions and um you know finally made it into a product form with uh, a brand new piece of performance that that surprised even us and and that that doesn't happen too often so to get that to come to its final product form is is, is really really exciting and there's a sort of buzz around r&d this week because this is this is the big moment. You know, this is the the thing where people will get to see the, this uh, this new stuff for the first time. How secretive is this? This is another thing that shocked me when I joined the manufacturing industry. Is <laughs> it really? I kind of thought it was a little bit pomp, pomp and circumstance, like how competitive all of our companies really are against each other. I'll tell you how competitive it is. One of our big competitors, I won't tell you who it is, they just blocked me from following them on Twitter. (laughs) It's like the West Side Story sometimes over here. It's very dramatic. It is very dramatic, but how... Mm -hmm. How can you kind of describe that? Like how secretive you have to be and how secretive you are just so you can really get the edge on our competitors. Yeah, well, I don't think you have access to R&D, right? No one, t- no one tells me anything. <laughs> so yeah, we, we have the place on lockdown. And, um, you know, that that's a that's a, a bit of a tension point because people like to show people R&D and we're really proud of the resources and the equipment and the people and everything that's in there. Uh, but the stuff that goes on, yeah, that's super secret. So um, we we got to balance that out. Uh, we we keep a lot of stuff uh, way out of sight. Uh, we try to do all of the brand new things here before we even try to go and do it, uh, any of our supply partners that uh, that might represent sort of the the big world where uh, things might escape. And um, we we do try to do things later than we used to do them. You know, we, mm. we're we're only ready to launch right before launch. So. Uh, even if you're kind of close to the whole thing, you don't really know what it is until you get until you get to the final final few days. Yeah. You ever caught Amanda sneaking around R and D with like a fake mustache on, like carrying around a calculator? Oh, I'm just an R and D guy. I'm what new, is this? I'm the new intern. Yeah, I'm the new intern. What is that triaxial carbon? Will this be going into the next one as well? So how about it, Alan? Will there be triaxial carbon in the next one? Uh, which which next one? Oh, right. I thought I could get you. What about how involved our CEO Chip is? Oh man, yeah. I, I love that. Well, I know the answer to this. Compared one. to leaders that have been in in that position in the past, I mean, Chip it has really turned this whole thing around, right? Yeah, I mean, he brings a, an incredible passion for the for the game, for the industry generally. But for products in particular, and, and he's made no um, no secret of the fact that he's pretty hands on with uh, with R and D uh, product strategy and 
um, the the whole idea that nothing gets out of that department, my department, until we're proud of it. And that's a pretty high standard, you know, and I think that's a terrific kind of message to send to the, to the team to, to know that we're that important to the, the overall kind of business uh, philosophy here. And um, yeah, he, he makes it his business to spend time deciding on all sorts of stuff with us. So he's, a, he's an integral part of the department. Yeah. I think of our senior team, Amanda, if this is like the, that group coming together to talk about what products are going to come out at some point on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And then if you think of Chip Brewer, Tim Reed, Alan Hocknell, now Sean Toulon as part of that team, Mark Leposky, who figures out how to make this, the stuff that comes out of this brain over here in Alan. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then my job is really to get the chair and the whip on Alan and say, <laughs> we need it now. And, and it has to be really easy to understand. Yeah. And we have to be able to explain this in terms that are very easily to digest from golfers. And they're going to need to want it. Which yeah. is why Alan's late night excursions at sales meetings is really just market research. It, because mm-hmm. to be honest, it is. Yes, yeah. because he has to understand what do the people want and how can he explain something like triaxial carbon, which right. is a hard word to say. It is. How why does that matter to a golfer? Why would they care? Because um, this is a long way of asking Alan a question, but as we will say, Chip and I, and Chip taught me this one. No one cares how Tide is made. Alan, they only care, is it going to make their clothes white? Am I right? That's true. I've heard that a lot from him recently. Yeah, he loves that one. <laughs> he loves that one. Yeah, I mean, it's dead true. You know, we, we absolutely work on what we think is the cutting edge of, of making golf balls go further and in the direction that you want them to and feel great and have a great experience on the course. But um, having people understand exactly how we go about that, that's probably not advantageous for anybody. But mm-hmm. um, helping people navigate to the right form of our technology for them, that's critical. You know, being able to describe the product in the terms that the golfers would understand about their problems on a golf course or the advantages they want to have on a golf course. We, we have to do that translation. And I think, Harry, and you, you, know, you guys as a part of our media productions team do an awesome job in taking what we describe probably in too many words and too many science terms and turn it into something that uh, real golfers can actually identify with. Yeah, I was, this is something that and Harry and I've talked about, our whole marketing team talks about it a lot is, you know, whenever new clubs are released, the same, the same combination of words or a combination of the same words, I guess I should say, mm-hmm. are, are really always used. So right. how do you kind of differentiate, for instance, let's just take you know, our latest irons um, release. So BBOS and mm-hmm. and Steelhead XR, right? Mm-hmm. So those are released, what, a couple weeks apart yep. from each other. And yep. when we're on the message boards and we're talking to our community, the question is, well, which, what's the difference? Right. You know, so both of these are going to be longer. Both of these are going to be straighter. They both have a bigger sweet spot. Why, why release two sets of irons around yeah. the same time? So I feel like you could probably answer Let that Let me too. throw in some other words for you. Cap- Iconic. Revolutionary. <laughs> Have you ever heard Innovative. of this? Have you ever heard of this before, Doc? Gets, yep, just like there was one. Some ran, a sidebar. machine with a big lever on it that you just pull and they all come yeah. out in a there, different order. Uh, two years ago, or maybe it was last year, I can't remember, we had a driver come out. I think it was XR16. And the way that we were going to talk about it, we thought, man, this is going to be really cool. Um, like, like speed, make forgiveness faster or something like that. And we were excited about it. We had all these marketing materials 
ready to go. This was in like December or January. And then our, our friends at Ping launched a driver and they used almost the exact <laughs> same <laughs> positioning statement as we did. And yeah. we're like, oh man, what do we do about that? Uh, I guess, right, let's just do it. Let's just go. So we basically had two drivers out there that were talking about themselves almost identically. identically it was yeah. really funny. Yeah. But going back to, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, releasing the... God, Harry, you're always putting us off on tangents. <laughs> now, getting back to the Irons Island. Yeah, yeah, the big point there is that, you know, it, it, and this is um, maybe a statement that there is a lot of thought that goes into it, thankfully. But um, what's happening, I think, in the golf world is that uh, we're getting a bit more sophisticated about being able to... Uh, design golf clubs for certain different types of golfers, more mm-hmm. sophisticated than ever. And the the way that people buy golf clubs is changing such that they have an opportunity to experience maybe which one of those, or maybe a couple that are uh, candidates and pick one over another that uh, would be more suited to them. So there's this huge, um, I don't even know if this is a word, but individualization of stuff, uh, when of, of golf equipment. And it's uh, through fitting tools, you know, in the drivers, it's all the adjustability stuff. And in the irons, they might share face cup technology, so they've both got uh, one central ball speed ingredient. But the two irons are very different shapes and sizes. Uh, they've got... Um, advantages for turf interaction if you're not that good at that sort of stuff in the wide sole one uh more of a a sort of standard configuration setup for for steelhead xr so there's there's definite uh, advantage in the way that we configure the golf club um that will allow one individual to play better with it than another And, and i think we understand a lot more about that than ever um, that, that's why we, we have maybe six or seven iron choices mm-hmm. and drivers with multiple lofts and different shaft offerings and adjustable hosels and weight positions and things like that. So um, that definitely encourage people to, to try uh, and get fitted before they before they purchase anything because there yeah. is that, that opportunity to individualize it for you, different from me, is a, is a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. That's why he's the smartest guy in the building or among them. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't want to say that with him here because he gets bashful about that. Is because, according to my Webster's Dictionary app, individualization is in fact a word. Oh, right. Yes, <laughs> as is, and this is this is also one to watch out for. Also, is the word over individualization. Oh Sorry. my gosh, <laughs> over individualization. Uh, That's it. one word. That's a tongue twister. That? Yeah, it's a lot of syllables, which ten, means ten that syllables. you over feature. Oh, I see. If you yeah. put in too many features into something, that can also be a uh, a dead end. Yeah. Well, that would be a, a good example of you could exactly do that. You know, from a physics point of view, there are things you might want to do in a golf club, but then it gets to that point we were saying earlier about well, it's just complicated now, and you know, confused golfers are are lost golfers. I've heard that one. I've heard as somebody well. say that as well. I've heard that one as well. So, okay, listen. I'm, and I have the ability to cut your mic. So if you start to say too much, I'm going to go full Ben Carson <laughs> right. on you. I want to let you know, Doc, he full does ben, not have, yeah. I'm go he full does not have the ability. He just thinks that soundboard oh, that's, does this something. Is it's not even plugged in. <laughs> oh, I do. No, I do. I have, I have no, the ability. No, it is not. I have the ability through the magic of editing. So I know we have a, a new something we're launching. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it might be something that you use to hit the ball really far off the tee that we're launching this week. Uh, yeah. How excited on a scale of zero to 10, and then I'm gonna ask you to qualify that, are you to show our sales reps the first time what it is we have in our cupboard? Uh, well, this one, this is something. Um, I mean, this is an 11 on the scale of one to 10. 11, so nice wow. final tap reference, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I mean, we're- Why didn't I just make the scale to 11? I Well, you could have made <laughs> okay, it go to I 11. Should've. I should've. <laughs> 
But yeah, the uh, the things that we've been working on here um, are the culmination of an awful lot of effort, a lot of things that we didn't know we could do, and that's what makes it so special for us. And then um, the response that we've had so far from people who have had a sneak peek at it, and some of them are some very elite golfers, and some of them are very average as well, um, we are blown away even ourselves by the test results that we're seeing. So I know we've launched drivers in the past, and I know we've uh, had a lot of technology that's been out there. This one, though, has something extra to it, and um, and that's what makes us so excited. Is it going to be incredibly innovative? It will be innovative. Is it going to be iconic? It, it could be iconic. Is it going to be revolutionary? <laughs> mm. It parts to satisfy of, those three things, otherwise there are, and I and our teams cannot yep, do our job. There are some parts of it that are definitely revolutionary. Will there be multi-material? You know Maybe. what? Yes, you know right, I might have to cut my own mic. <laughs> will it be, will there be more ball speed for me? Yes. <laughs> Manda. And Alan, before we let you go, yes. we, should let, we should let Alan know this, because he probably has figured this out. Okay. You know, every time we ask you what's coming, it's only a selfish question about how is this going to benefit our own I have come games. to learn this. Have you learned this? <laughs> I got to be honest. I really hope you have something that helps me not hit a four iron off the tee because I cannot hit any sort of driver. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And, oh, I think and we maybe can, help can you, you give there. me a lesson too? Yep, that's, do, I believe this. Do yeah. the new products come with, with free lessons? Brief instructions. Just for yes. me and Harry. I'm going to lay the gauntlet down. Listen to this, Kay. Amanda. Okay. I believe after this week and going into next year, yes. This what you know, Callaway is known as full total performance across the line. If you think of all of our leadership positions, this is called uh, I'm giving you a little bit of organic content marketing this is what this is because you're going to listen to me and there's going to be a lot of commercial messaging into this all right we have leadership position in irons we're like twice almost who's number two yeah who also blocked me on twitter you (laughs) no that could be anybody you also maybe that's why they blocked you we're also number one in putters yeah we are uh basically number one in fairy woods and hybrids and basically it's like you know we're either number one or percentage point Mm-hmm. fraction of a percentage point depending on the month you look at so people look at Callaway as you guys are top to bottom right. all in and not to mention the great success we've had in golf ball mm. wedge for number two it's crazy Yeah, I believe I'm going to put the pressure on our good friend the doc here I believe after <laughs> this launch people will look at us as by far and away the leader in driver performance and innovation after this i totally believe that i'm all in on again selfishly i so hope that's true i need so much help this is and this well that's my point is this is all for you amanda well if it's not for you it's gonna be for me it's for one of us in this (laughs) room (laughs) yes this is all for you well we are very very excited about Mm. what's coming up i know that harry and i are very excited to finally be able to talk about it we don't keep yes. secrets very well. <laughs> I may even us. stay up after nine o'clock at this sales meeting just so to, I can talk to Alan more about this. Yes. Can you I let know. me know when you're going to get crazy so yes. I can join? Oh, my crazy is like, you know, look at me. Do I look like a crazy guy? No. It's, it's my like crazy is seven thirty-eight having kind of crazy a shandy. A shandy. Okay. <laughs> late night shandy. A little late night shandy nightcaps. Oh boy. With the doc talking right. about global driver world dominance world domination it's in our grasp you like that i feel like it's right there and it's gonna happen hey thanks for being here oh thank you we know you got a jet downtown as do we yes Mm -hmm. and this will be an exciting week hope everybody enjoyed the show amanda look forward to having a late night shandy with you which means like eight o'clock for me (laughs) done sold all right we're there
you bring the lemonade, I will bring the lager. <laughs> Isn't that how you make it? Sounds like uh, a party. Make a shandy? That is a shandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought so. Yeah, yeah. See, I know how to make it. Everyone's judging you right now. I know. It's okay. I don't okay. mind. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you uh, Wednesday on Pirate Ship Show. Yeah, see you Wednesday. That was a great ship show. Thanks for listening to Life on the Pirate Ship. For more great content like this, visit CallawayGolf.com.